Hi, everyone. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. Welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. Uh, We are going to have a little bit of a different show for you guys today. We are recording this episode just a few days after the incredibly tragic school shooting at Covenant School here in Nashville. And it just didn't seem right to have any other type of conversation. Right. So again, this is definitely a little bit of a left turn from the kind of things we normally talk about on here, but it just feels super important and a conversation that we definitely want to have. So by the time you hear this, probably new information will have come out. There's so much that we're learning, I think like on a daily basis. And we've been updating our Instagram post at the Home Edit with uh, different resources and information uh, as we kind of hear it. And, you know, we just couldn't really sit back and ignore how much gun violence has destroyed this country and this time in our community. I know for myself personally, I don't, you know, not everyone has a map of Nashville. The Green Hills neighborhood touches my neighborhood. It's really small. You know, it's a suburban area that's that's really small. Um, Joanna lives probably, what, 40 minutes away? Yeah, about about 35. That's right. Um, so, I know that for me, I'll just speak for me, the amount of people that we're finding out that were close with the victims, it's just, it's unbelievable. I don't know if you've experienced that. Not to the same exact, obviously I'm in the same community, but not to the same closeness that you've had of, of like your kids play Covenant School for sports. I don't have that same. I mean, we can get into it, but you know, what, what we want to talk about is really what it's like as parents to now be living in a world where our kids have such uh, intimate knowledge of what happened and how scared they are that it could happen to them. Totally. And, and I think it's... And how to navigate this as a, a parent when you also are trying to understand it in real time and make sense of something that feels so nonsensical and insane and tragic and horrific and, you know, grappling with it in real time too, and trying to be the the strong parent, but also not feeling very strong. Right. And how to possibly have these conversations and explain. So we will uh, touch on all those things and get into all those things. But before we even start, we just wanted to take a moment to remember the six lives lost this week. Hallie, Mike, Catherine, William, Evelyn, and Cynthia. I feel like these people are going to be burned on my heart, you know, tattooed, in my skin forever. I just, I, I feel like I'll never um, quite get over this week, but we never really should. No, so. we shouldn't. We shouldn't ever get over it. That's the thing. And I think that's part of it is that this has happened so frequently that you become numb. I am not. I feel no, very I, not numb. I, no, I'm not saying I feel numb, but I think they this happens and then it goes away. Yes. And that's not, what I'm afraid not of. Not goes away for everybody, but goes away enough that it's it's so horrific that it that it's not every day a conversation in Washington every single day until oh, this I, gets fixed. I mean, it's we'll, we'll we'll get to that, but there is so much more to talk about here. But we will be right back. I mean, the thing that is so insane to me. I mean, if you look at our some of our Instagram posts, some of the comments are like, "This happened." You know, don't don't forget this shooting. Don't forget this is what happened at this school. Don't forget the, you know. And people, I think, feel left in their communities still grappling with, you know, the amount of tragic life that happened in Parkland or... So many schools. I I remember, I'm sure we all do. I I don't know. What grade were you in when Columbine happened? Do you remember? (sighs) Or do you remember the conversation at school? I mean, it was in high school. I think I was out of high school. Um, I remember when Columbine happened. It was was just like one of those unspeakable things. And I remember when... Yeah, I was in college. Sandy Hook happened. 
And I'm sure you've seen the tweets that circulate that just have been like, once we decided that children were yeah. fair game, the conversation about gun control, like this is it. Like no one, we're, we're gonna fix things now. And I remember watching, you know, Barack Obama cry during Sandy Hook. And, you know, he often says that one of the the biggest regrets of his administration was he, he felt like he didn't do anything on, he couldn't do anything on gun control. Right. And, you know, here we are. I think that we've had a close look at everything, you know, as adults, as parents, we've, we've seen these unfortunate situations happen in all sorts of different places. And then you see a mass shooting at a school, you see mass shootings in general, and you, it just, as a parent, you're absolutely terrified, totally. horrified because you're sending your kids to the mall, you're sending them to concerts, you're sending them to parties, you're sending them to school. I know. And you can't trust that they're safe. I know, at school. Which is insane to me. And, you know, our kids, I know my kids, and I'm sure at your schools too, they practice active shooter drills yes. like five times a year. And Stella was just beyond solace when she was picked up from school on Monday. And she she was crying. She was like, I never thought all of those shooter drills, I never thought it would happen. Right. It could happen to us. And I think that it's the realization that our kids are now having. Right. We all, I think it was in the back of our mind, the terror of thinking what could happen to your kids. That's right. But now our kids know. Well, and especially when it's a, a kid that's their age. I know. I Sut mean, Sutton doesn't know yet that it that it was his age, the nine-year-old. Just it's so unthinkable. And yet I'm still trying to process it. I think my brain can't even believe that something can continually happen that in my mind, I'm like, there is no other argument. Like this is a broken system. It's just, it's the definition of insanity that we allow this to keep happening. And we are allowing it. Uh, we, we are. Absolutely allowing it. We are. No, I mean, one of, if you, again, if you look at our like Instagram comments, one of the things you see over and over and over again are people from other countries. That are like, they right. can't believe it. They can't believe it. And they think about the US and how crazy. And they feel so bad for us. I know, and they should. It's and I, we should. I know. It's it's unreal to me that it, if you look at every school mass shooting, the only thing that is an absolute commonality is an AR-15. It's like, why do these weapons of war exist? Right. Why are they in the hands of just civilians and sometimes mentally ill civilians? I cannot believe we can't There's take this one weapon away. Like one. I mean, I remember a long time ago when uh, it, it was another, a different mass shooting when we were talking about it. And we were like, oh, like as an organizer, this makes a lot. All we have to do is categorize the weapons, take out the actual weapon of war, put that aside, keep, keep your others. Go ahead. Like, it's fine. You want to hunt. You want to protect yourself. You know what? An AR-15 isn't even appropriate for those things. Like, it's like just not something that we need to have. Right. I don't I don't even know why people, like, what? what is the point? Why have it? I don't know. I mean. I don't even know. I know. I don't, I don't even know either. But I know this. I know the people who want it, the people who have it, still, they have kids. They're sending their kids to school. Don't they want their kids to I be know. safe? I, this is the piece I don't understand. And I, it's so hard to talk to your kids about it too, because the thing is, it's like, I, I have a big rule in my household that we don't lie to each other. Like mm -hmm. we tell each other the truth, good yeah. or bad or ugly. And they're like, am I safe? And I dread answering that question. Did they ask you? Miles is like, I'm nervous. And I was like, honey, you have every right to be nervous. I said the same thing to Stella. She was hysterical. You know, this is an age too where we can't even protect them from information. Right. 
Like they are right. consuming witnessing it without this in us. real time. Yeah. They're texting with their friends. They're seeing all the headlines, the news reports. They absolutely have all the information. Yes. And they are scared. Yes. And I cannot look my kids in the eye and tell them they shouldn't be scared. I know. Same. And I'm just like, again, we have a rule. We have to be honest. And if anything bad ever happens, we have to say it. What what's happening. Well, and I have to say, I, I am scared too. I feel the same way. And I, the only thing I could do was go into facts about yes. the school, their school, and like the safety measures yeah. that are in place. And, you know, I'm telling them this information. I'm also trying to calm myself right. down. You know, trying to, but the, the truth is the shooter broke in I know. to the school, right. shot through the glass. Right. And, you know, I mean, I, I mean, it's hard to even have this conversation, let alone a conversation with your kids. I it's know. hard to even find the words in this context. And we're just sitting here talking to each other. I know. I genuinely, when I say this, I'm like, I'm not... I'm not trying to stoke anything here. This is just my genuine feeling is that this is a preventable situation. It feels like doing absolutely nothing, just not even instituting just the smallest, you know, background know. checks, a license, just like we have to drive a car. Very, very simple things. There's that, so many checks for every other thing. Everything. I literally have a hard time getting Advil cold and sinus. If you want it more than once a month, you need to you need to save your your pills because it is it is hard. During allergy season, it is hard. Why? If I the the shooter in Nashville, hold on, I have some facts here that we can we okay. can read just in case I'm sure everyone knows all yeah, of these. Right. But you know, the the shooter did buy seven guns from five locations in Nashville legally. I know legally. legally legally. So we we have something broken in this society if it's if that is legal. It just shouldn't be. Like, wouldn't you just as a, a, a normal person just kind of scratch your head if anyone you knew was loading up on seven guns from five stores, like within a short period of it's, time? It's truly the definition of insanity. We will be right back. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat. Available now. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold and breathe? You get into ice water, and instead of, like, freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method? We can override even death! Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. Okay, so here are the details. And again, I apologize to all the people who already know all this, but it bears repeating anyway. Uh, so six people total were killed, three children, all nine years old, and three adults. 
Um, Nashville police responded in under 20 minutes and shot and killed the shooter uh, on site, which I, I don't, you probably haven't seen the videos, the I body cam I, footage. I won't watch the videos. I don't, I don't blame you. It is incredible. These people are absolute heroes yeah. for the way they so decisively went in. I mean, if you think about Uvalde or like other yeah, shootings right. at Parkland too, where the police did not go in for a lengthy period of right, time, right. the fact that six people died, it, it could have been 26 people. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's just, it's unthinkable. I also, I mean, this is just separate and aside, but this is a Christian school. The amount of people who like the thoughts and prayers people, this happened where people pray. Right, this is right. a, a Christian school. Like, haven't we, can we please abandon the thoughts and prayers? It's no. so crazy to me. The thoughts and prayers. These poor no, little babies. we have to do something. Yes, they were at a school where they pray. It is a religious institution. The shooter shot at the policeman from the second floor. You can see of like the, the beautiful like arched windows. There are victims that have already been killed. And Again, I, I could I could say it a million times in a row. It's just absolutely insane to me that this isn't at the absolute top of every single person's voice in this country. Because the truth is, while this happened in Nashville, it could have happened anywhere, yes. and it will and it continue will. to happen other places. And that's it the, has. That's the scariest thing. This is not a standalone issue. Absolutely not. It just seems insane to me that we wouldn't want to protect our kids. If we don't want to protect ourselves, then whatever. We have our own problems. I know. Think about like you even put seatbelts on your children in the back seat. Yes. Like every single step of their life, we care so deeply. Oh my God. You're worried about SIDS as a baby. Like everything. Literally every single thing from the second they're in the hospital out of your body. Not even out of their body. Like, right, pregnancy, you don't want to eat certain foods because you're worried about getting food poisoning. Like, no, it's it's every second, every stage of their life, we care so deeply about making sure they're safe. And then we send them off to school, school of all places. School. Can you imagine? I used to fight going to school when I was a kid and I had no reason. Can you imagine if this existed? I don't think I ever would have been able, to, my mom never would have been able to even get me to leave the house. And Stella is so my child. She is terrified. Absolutely right. terrifying. And like, who can blame her? She didn't go to school the next day. I know. Neither did Sutton. And, you know, as she was learning more and she's like, oh my gosh, you know, this friend and that friend, were they were best friends with Haley. So-and-so played basketball with Evelyn. William was on the baseball team with, you know, I mean, they're all starting to realize who was murdered. Yeah. They're all starting to realize that these were children their age and younger in Stella's case, and that this happened, that they are so far from being immune to this happening. Yes. And I think that that is a really hard realization for absolute babies to be Ugh. considering. It, it makes me ill. Yeah. I was talking to my mom. I'm sure you were talked to your mom a lot this week too. And my mom was saying that they had a, like nuclear bomb fears. Mm. Like, you know, it's like every generation right. had something. Right. And I would say that even though this was not when we were very young, but I think our generation might've been like the terrorism generation, like the 9-11 yeah. era of fear. Again, I'm sure there were other things if I think back. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we were afraid of bombs and all that stuff yeah. too, but we never were yeah. afraid of someone coming to our school and never. shooting us. It wasn't even on the radar. Because it didn't happen. No. Because there was an assault weapons ban starting in 1996. Was it 96 or 94? I need to correct myself. I'm not sure. But the assault weapons ban worked. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't seem that unreasonable. No. And I, I'm sure people were upset, but like, really? Like, I actually don't think they really were because it wasn't, they're not, no, no one's constitutional rights went away. Right. And that's the thing is, it's not that you can't own a gun to hunt, like, or sure. protect yourself. Go, go ahead, knock yourself out. But like, an actual assault weapon that this is this is why I get so confused and 
frustrated in the, just the conversation, which by the way, a lot of people aren't even willing to have the conversation. So you never even get to that point. And it is, there is an element of mental health because we need better mental health options in this country also. Oh, the mental health people, of course we need better yes. mental health options. Of course we need to take care but mental of mental health did not Ill. kill this. Uh, no. Do we want mentally ill people to have assault right. weapons? Like, I mean, uh, why are we making it so easy? Like, it just seems crazy to me. Again, if, it's insanity. It's insanity. And I, I don't know. I, I, oh, I just am I'm so frustrated and so angry and so filled with white hot rage over this. Again, I know you've been trying to stay away from video clips and all this, but have you seen the clips of yes. our yeah, I have. congressman? That I have seen. Say, we're not going to do anything. With the rifle, the Christmas card rifle. Oh, yes, but there are others who are just like, we're, at, we're not going to fix this. We're not going to do anything. You know what drives me also crazy? All of this makes me insane. I mean, there's nothing that I've felt. I, I've always had a lot of rage for this issue, but I've never seen my kids so afraid. Yes. And that puts you, I think, in a different place as a parent mentally. It makes me so crazy when all of the legislators say, you know, now is not the time to talk about it. Like, it, now is not the time to play politics. Now it's too soon. No. What? What, what about what, this what is too about soon? This is too soon? And also, what? Like, then what? Like, yeah. it's it just the next shoot. Like, yeah. at what point? No, it's no one's ever said when it's okay to talk about there it. There is no time to there talk about it no because we about. have to talk about it today. And it's going to be too late. The it's too, already too late. The too soon. It's already too late, of course. The too soon argument makes me want to jump through the screen and slap someone. Too soon for what? Another shooting? They're like, we, you know, we have to, we have to focus on like, the tragedy, you're making this about politics. No. I, it's like, it's so, this <laughs> no, isn't it's even about a political, right, it's not even a political conversation. I don't see how it, I don't see why it should be. It's insane to me. Okay, I, the amount of times I've said the word insane I on know. this, in this one I taping. I don't even know, I think we're just like talking in circles and we are. being- We're talking in circles. I know, but I, I, I feel like I'll never stop talking about it because it's just- Insane. It's insane. And it rips my heart apart. And honestly, like, just the amount, again, of our Canadian, UK, Australian, follow, all, all of these people all yeah. over the world are like, God, I, I've i never felt like the world pitied us yes. as much as when they look at gun violence in America. I fully agree with that. They're like, wow, like you guys, yeah. you know, like what are you doing? Yes. And I mean, they're, they're not, not wrong. wrong. I know. I don't know. I, I wish we could fix it. I know. And I wish we could actually close this conversation with something more comforting. But the truth is, it's a horrendous topic and it's tragic. And there is nothing that we, the two of us can actually say that is going to make this better. I've said it a hundred times this week. I don't have the words. You can probably tell that right now because we don't even know. We're, we're, we're out of our talking, heads. We're only talking as two moms. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. We're we're certainly two, not experts in anything, but this has been a We really, are not experts. These are just two opinions of two moms that care about their kids. It's been a really dark week in Nashville. And I think probably for parents, kids, teachers, law enforcement, you know, anyone. First of all, the fact that we're even comparing teachers and law enforcement in the same sentence, like people right. should not have to lay they down their lives. They did not sign up for that. No, for the small amount that we pay teachers, the Ugh. fact that they have to lay their bodies down over kids. I mean, it's just, <sighs> Stella said something the other day that made me so upset. I mean, it all makes me upset, of course, but she was talking about active shooter drills and all that. And she was like, you know what? Like the, the kids were just having a very, you know, like a, a conversation void of emotion, just facts, you know, just like talking about it. And she's like, if, if 
a shooter was in our school, I'd want to be in this classroom because she was thinking about it. She's like, the closet is big enough for us all to get into. And like, you know, these are just the things now that our kids are yeah. just thinking about. Right. Like, she's like, I think that that, like the science room would probably be the safest room because the closet is there and it's big. And otherwise we have to hide in the corner. I just, these are children. And we're expecting them to go and learn about geometry. Right. And then always be looking over their shoulder. All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. Again, you guys, this is a very different kind of day and a different kind of um, conversation. So if you guys have any suggestions, again, as moms, I'm sure people have experienced, um, unfortunately, people have experienced. Right. We're not the only two dealing with this, obviously. Well, I don't know exactly what we can do, where we go from here. I don't know if we write letters, emails, call our legislators, but I know that you can't do anything unless you're registered to vote. That's exactly right. Um, And there are tons of resources out there. We encourage everyone to check out everytown.org and join the fight against gun violence. Um, We are back next Thursday with another episode of Best Friend Energy Unpacked, and we'll have a new episode on next Tuesday please keep everyone safe, love each other, hug each other, hug your kids tight, and we'll see you next week. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know, once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.